This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. fallen human desires are usually in direct conflict with the things of the Spirit. How do you work that in there? The fact that even though, yes, He bought me back for Himself, He redeemed me from the curse of the law, His, His Spirit lives within me and He is transforming me day by day. He's changing me and as I grow and, you know, as I spend time in the Word, as I walk with Him, I am becoming a little bit more like Jesus each day. Determining God's will is sometimes a tricky thing for us and seems like a gray area. Today, as Pastor Robert expands on this concept, we'll hear that because of our fallen sinful nature, we don't always make the best choices. But the good news is that we're being transformed to be more like Jesus, so keep turning to Him for wisdom. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 19 with today's message. All of a sudden they see, they get a glimpse of the glory of God. And since Peter didn't know what to say, he said, oh, this is great. Why don't we build some tents for you guys? Just dumb. There's nothing wrong with it. He was, you know what I mean? It was not like this earth-shattering, ugly thing had just come out of Peter's mouth. It was just silly. You know, and, and, and God the Father rebukes him. Be quiet, Peter. This is my beloved. Listen to him. My, listen to my son. Keep your mouth shut. There are times we just need to keep our mouth shut. Sometimes we misspeak. Sometimes it's minor. Sometimes it's major. Sometimes we say big things that we regret after the fact. But listen to me, God never, ever misspeaks. His choice of words, every single one, is deliberate. And in this particular verse, we're told that Paul purposed in his heart, in his spirit, Paul purposed in the spirit to go to Jerusalem. That's what I want us to consider because I think as Christians, those of us who are serious about following the Lord Jesus, we sometimes agonize over His specific will for our lives. That's something that a lot of, a lot of times as Christians we wrestle with a little bit. More in some seasons than others, maybe. My wife and I were laughing about that this week, considering you know, this verse, talking about the implications of it, and, and talking about, you know, as, as younger Christians, how there were times when we would even agonize over what to wear. Wanting to be sure, you know, we didn't miss not even just nothing of God's will. You know, get up in the morning and stand in front of the closet. Oh, 
Father, just lead me, Lord. Which shirts should I wear today? Certainly, we pray about the bigger decisions, and we want to be led by God. We, we want to be sure that we don't miss His will for our lives. I don't know how many times I, I get that kind of question or I have that kind of discussion with Christians. How do you know? Can you know? How can you know? I'm afraid I'm going to miss Him. I've got two job offers. I don't know which one to take. Those kinds of questions. We wrestle with them, don't we? We want to we be sure that, that we're following Jesus. What does that mean in the practical, everyday life? On Tuesday afternoon, when I have two opportunities in front of me and I don't know which one to take, how do I make up my mind? What, what if I miss God? I remember agonizing over it, you know, with, with regard to marrying Elizabeth. At that time, you know, I was not in, we were not engaged. Uh, we were both working with Youth with a Mission, and she was actually on outreach. She was, her team was in Romania. The communist regime there had fallen, and, and you know, the Iron Curtain was being ripped away. And, and this, just a few months earlier, the, you know, the border had opened up, and so this evangelistic team that Elizabeth was a part of went into Romania, and, and they'd been there a few weeks. But I was back here in South Beach. And at that time, I was leading Models for Christ. It was an outreach into the fashion community. And, and I'm surrounded for the first time in my life. You know, I'm looking around and I'm like, Lord, all these beautiful Christian models. How do I know Elizabeth's the right girl? How do I know? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at committing to be hers for the rest of my life. And I don't know her as well as I know this girl, one of the models. We were going to church together, and I had gotten to know her a little bit. Sweet lady. Beautiful lady. And I began to question, you know, God, are you really leading me to marry this girl from Denmark that I don't know as well as I know this beautiful lady over here? Important questions that we agonize over. Now, Sometimes people view that, other Christians, I've encountered those who look at that and say, oh, that's silly. I had a family member tell me one time, talking about, you know, I was just sharing that I believe the Lord had led me to come to Miami. I'd been down here for, you know, 15 years or whatever, but, you know, the Lord, you know, spoke to my heart. The Lord led me to come here. The Lord had led me to start Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. And I could tell, he just, you know how sometimes you can just see the look on their face? It's just, that, it's just that look, like they think you're an idiot. But they don't want to say it. They're smiling. But you see the twinkle in their eye and a little bit of a smirk or something. I don't know. You can just tell. You know, this guy thinks I'm just nutty. And there was just that look on his face. And then he revealed what was going on in his thoughts. And what he said was something like this. I just believe that God wants you to do what you want to do. I mean, after all, He gave you free will. Do what you want to do and He'll bless you. That's an interesting thought. But what do you do with the fact that the Bible says that our fallen human desires are usually in direct conflict with the things of the Spirit? 
how do you work that in there? The fact that even though, yes, he bought me back for himself, he redeemed me from the curse of the law, his, his spirit lives within me and he is transforming me day by day. He's changing me. And as I grow and, you know, as I spend time in the word, as I walk with him, I am becoming a little bit more like Jesus each day. But I'm not like Jesus yet. Do you understand? Quite often, in my brokenness, in my imperfection, what I want would not be His best. It just wouldn't be. As a matter of fact, there are times when I've, as we've talked about before, and I'm sure that at least some of you can relate to this, I've asked him for things that he said no to, and later I said, oh, thank you, God, for not giving me that. Thank you for not letting that come to pass. Or Because in retrospect, looking at it, I realize, oh, that would have been a disaster. I wanted it, but it was wrong. It was not good. It wouldn't have been his best for me. And because he loves me, he didn't give me what I wanted in that situation. No, no, no. God has a plan for our lives. You know, somewhere between that thing of, you know, oh, Lord, tell me what to wear today, which, you know, that extreme paralyzing pursuit of God's specific will and the other extreme of just doing whatever you want and trusting Him to, to bless it, somewhere in that middle ground is where you find balance. Because you know what? Listen to me. God may very well want to tell you what to wear one day. Do you understand that? He may very well. There may be some specific reason. He told one of the prophets to strip naked and go running through the streets. Now, if he ever tells you that, please call me first so that we can, on the phone, so that we can talk about that. But do you understand? God... He may very well have a specific situation where he does want you to, you know, no, you don't, don't wear shorts today. You need to put on a suit and tie. You need to dress up a little bit. He may tell you what to wear, but you don't need to be paralyzed about what to wear every day, afraid you're going to miss God. No. Somewhere in the middle, somewhere in that balance. You know, it, it seems, looking at the life of Paul, it seems that Paul knew some of the details. You know, one, one thing's for sure. He understood what he was here for. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. Right now, Pastor Robert would like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are so blessed to be able to share God's written word through these broadcasts. And it's the generosity of people like you that makes it possible. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us financially? Any amount is helpful and appreciated. And for any donation of $20 or more, we'll send you a copy of 30 Days, a 30-day practical introduction to reading the Bible by author Nikki Gumbel. 
You know, reading God's Word is an essential part of learning about Him and growing in your relationship. But the Bible can be a daunting book to tackle. This guide will give you 30 passages from both the Old Testament and the New Testament that are accompanied by helpful commentary and suggested prayers. It's designed to get you into the study of God's Word. And if you'd like more information, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. Thanks, Pastor Robert, and thanks for being part of what we do here. We hope you join us again for another edition of Main Thing Radio.